another day. All right, let's ride. this far let's keep on pushing first and foremost before i get into this podcast there's gonna be a lot of bad news a lot of shit in this podcast irritates me and makes me mad has me angry all things related to news coming from the media but before i get into any of that happy anniversary to my homie and this old lady santiago is out there in jacksonville florida my homie and this girl been together for a minute happy anniversary i know it's a day late y'all did y'all thing for a 20 but hey Happy anniversary. Y'all did it the right way. Y'all did it with love. Y'all didn't have nothing but love. And that's all you need when it comes to being married and spending your time with somebody is love. So I really respect the way y'all did it. Y'all did it smart when y'all got married. And y'all celebrating another year. So happy anniversary. Two days late, but still happy anniversary. Also, congratulations to my homie Jeremy. My man got accepted into Berkeley. Just shows what you can do when you out there trying to change the world, man. And that's what my boy's trying to do. He's trying to get in there and change the way we look at ourselves and how we think. So uh, utmost respect. Congratulations to that man. I wish him the best. I know he's going to succeed because he's just that type of guy. You know, on to the trash. And to be real, for me personally, things have not felt right since the 31st when I found out that, uh, the entrepreneur, the family man, the businessman, the uh, street icon, the musician, Nipsey Hussle, was murdered. Things ain't really been right, I guess, to me since then. I just, every time I think about it, I feel kind of sick. I, st I go back and listen to his music, but it's, it bothers me a lot. And in my opinion, things just ain't been right. I've had shit going on at work with people pissing me off, just not having their shit together and it pushing my stuff back. Just a whole lot of confusion and me having to go back and forth. And it's all for a greater good, but just having to go through that right now is pissing me off. It's all for me to get to a greater goal and get through that, you know, to the light at the end of the tunnel so I can do big things somewhere else. So I'm trying to get my, my situation straight. I'm trying to get everything set up so I can go to Japan, but there's just things that are in the way that are making me mad hiccups that are causing me to be delayed and I got to protect my name so I just I'm having a tough time but I'm still trying to keep my spirits up but I keep looking in the news and I just keep seeing seeing terrible things like the church in Notre Dame rolling like burning down to me like I looked at it and after a couple of days I really understood something like how Nipsey Hussle passing affected me because I was a fan of his music for going on 10 years and his interviews and his words and his mentality. I was a big fan of that more than just music. The things he was trying to do, I was a huge fan of that. And it meant something to me when him being somebody from, from the black community coming from the bottom, trying to do things to help us push forward. His message meant a lot to me. 
so I held that close. And then we had the church burn down in Paris and me having no real emotion towards it. Understanding that historically it's significant, but then looking at it a different way, being like, well, people were donating all this money when the church already has money, just kind of like a sense of apathy I had towards it. Looking at that and looking at my situation, it made me really understand how people don't really care about this person to who, who to them is just a musician. He's not the icon that he is in my circle. And I'm in, I'm in reference to Nipsey Hussle. He's not the icon to them that he is to me. So their feeling towards it is, you know, a little bit of apathy. And now I, now I get it. Like, I, I should have been aware of it at my age. I should have been aware of it. But I was just in my feelings and I wasn't really paying attention to the situation. That still don't account for slick shit being said. And people, you know, um, going out their way to bring it up. It just, it just doesn't allow for that. Like, I'm not going to make a joke about the church burning down because I know I didn't mention to people. I'm not going to make a snide remark about it because I know that means shit to people. It's, it's a historical landmark with priceless things inside of it. I can understand that. It's something that you cannot replace. So I can get why somebody would feel a certain type of way about it. But when it comes to situations that affect my community, the black community, hip-hop music, and, and things that we care about the value level isn't placed on it the res amount of respect that should be put on it isn't the same when it when it comes to mainstream media and you have people like um uh laura ingraham making snot remarks about this man's death and shit you have the police officers that were caught on the, um, on the radio talking shit about this man's passing and it it makes me mad even though it shouldn't i shouldn't give it that much energy but things like that really piss me off. They really do. It's like, don't say something to me you wouldn't say in my presence. Don't act a certain way without with me being absent than you would when I'm around. Like, if you can't even have a conversation on the phone with me, don't say it at all. And I don't want anybody comfortable with that being in my circle. That's just how I feel about stuff. So it really bothers me. But I also understand when people are genuine about it, and they just don't know, and it may be out of curiosity. So I just had to had to kind of deal with that. But it was really on my chest, so I figured I'd say it here. And with the things going on in Sri Lanka right now, it does make my mind wonder, like with the bombings at the churches, I wonder if the outpouring is going to be the same. I wonder if the, the global show of emotion is going to be the same, or is this going to be considered an incident that took place in a shithole country? Because we know how people think in this country with the with the regime that's in charge of our country now and the way things are going, the hierarchies placed values on certain things. And I learned a, a lot from a movie I saw, a really good movie I saw, Black Klansman, was highly popular, real popular movie directed by Spike Lee. A lot of things in that movie, a lot of lines, there's a lot of things thrown in between the lines that make a lot of sense. And it surfaces in the, our politicians Unfortunately, when they say things that resonate with people and you see it more and more, people are more brazen in their actions and the, the things that they're saying. And this is something we've known for a while. Since Obama became president, people have been getting more and more brazen in opposition to him with the things that they would say about him. And now with the current president being there, there's things that he says and actions that he takes 
that are that is empowering to some people and that has emboldened them to say a bunch of disrespectful shit on their platforms that they wouldn't say in the presence of that individual. It is a very serious matter to me. But again, who am I who am I to judge? I'm me. I'm a man, I'm a person, I'm a human being. A lot of people like to throw shit out the window and be like, who am I to judge? I can't no, I can judge a motherfucker. I'm me. I'm a human being who has experienced things in this world, who's traveled the world, who's seen real poverty, who's seen extreme wealth. So I can, I, in my own right, I will pass judgment on the motherfucker because things that constrain other people to not do that don't have no effect on me because I don't think like that. Now, I can say that person's a piece of shit for some shit they've done, especially when it's reckless and especially when it can influence people who are ignorantly stuck in that same frame of mind. They don't know any better because they don't know anything outside of their circle. So they look to people like, or entities like Fox News and feel like that's the way to go. They feel like it's okay because they're in that bubble. And I deal with this shit all the time. Like I get offended almost once a day, especially at work, by people trying not to offend me. Or thinking that what they're saying is not offensive. At least once a day, somebody says some shit that makes me want to chop them in the throat. But me, valuing relationships at work, I let shit go, and I win every time because it, it shows me a little bit more how that person's thinking. I know I've said this before, but I get something about how this person is thinking. So when we, go, when we cut the news on and... We'll, we see a man who's in the highest office in the land calling something total bullshit on Twitter because it talks negatively about you. To me, that shows weakness. It shows complete weakness when we had a president before that who was having people talk shit about the appearance of his fucking wife and talk poorly about his family. He managed to keep it under control because he has a job to do. His reach is, is so much bigger. And people talk about the things Obama did or didn't do. But this man, at the snap of his fingers, could have caused complete and utter chaos in the United States. For sure. He could have done things to mobilize radical black entities within the country. I almost guarantee it. But he did not because he knew better. He knew to think outside of himself. He knew to think about people versus himself and what we have now is to me in my opinion the polar opposite somebody that has power but not control somebody who's motivated by immediate effect not long term situations and that's where we are and that's just how I hold it and I, it hates, I, I hate to see people that I want to respect that I don't that I no longer respect I had them at a certain level and I watch them make excuse after excuse after excuse for individuals who don't deserve their respect. You have more integrity than that. You have way more integrity integrity than that and me watching you do it irritates me because at one point I had a high level of respect for you but now I watch you continuously throw your self-respect in the trash can for a motherfucker don't know you and I gotta look at you a certain type of way. This man won't spit on you. 
but you're willing to throw your credibility away 100% for somebody that's going to have eight years in the office. And I just, I got to weigh it like that. And just, I get to know who people are, and I, I just watch how they move and watch how objective they're willing to be when they're confronted with information that comes in opposition to theirs. And a lot of times they can't handle it and they got to shut the fuck up. And like I said a while back, it's always great when you're talking, some, you're talking to a person or you're watching a person talk who thinks they're smarter than you. And they hear you say something and realize that you're either on a level above or on the same level or on the same level that they are. And they kind of they kind of shut up a little bit. It's a great feeling. But you when you when you see something like that happen, you also have to remember to be humble and like understand that. There's places in life that you don't match up to other people, so you gotta you gotta be humble and remember that. And that's something that I, that's something that I cherish about myself. I feel like I'm humble at times, and then at other times I feel like I shouldn't be so humble. But anyway, it I just want to see a spade called a spade when it comes to shit like that. If you're gonna hold one person accountable for that, hold the next person accountable. Like maintain your dignity. Or, me personally, I feel like I'm going to start treating people with the, le with the level of respect they treat themselves. Because I've been too nice. So that shit is over with. But it's just some shit I was going through, had to get it off my chest. I see now, I'm wiser. I understand people's reaction to things a little bit more. Um, but it's, it's sad to see people throw their self-respect away for other people. But hey, it is what it is. And then I'm, I'm looking at uh, the news and I'm thinking about um, Aunt Becky and all the shit she got going on. And the other person whose name escapes me for the moment. But these people that paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get their kids into school. And I want all of these motherfuckers to go to jail. I really do. Like I wasn't going to say much about it earlier. But something happened to me like last week or this week. That made me really sit and think about what's going on. They're paying all this money to get one or two people into these schools. One for them, their kids to be enrolling or some shit. And this, this motherfucker's kid is on YouTube talking about how she don't even really know she want to go to school. She knows her parents have loot. So she's not worried about it. Don't have a care in the world. Just on YouTube talking all types of shit. And then I, I walk out of Walmart and this kid's asking me for money so they can play high school basketball. Or they can play um, intramural basketball, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, damn, if you look at these two sides of life, and I don't live in a bad neighborhood, which is crazy. But I've been seeing this all my life. You got people outside begging for money for funerals. Kids outside washing cars, selling candy for, so that they can go play football or they can go play basketball. And then you got these people throwing ridiculous amounts of institutions that already have millions upon millions of dollars for their kids to go to school. And their kids don't even really want to fucking go to school. But yet our kids out here begging for money for fucking football and basketball and shit. It just meant for me, it, just, it, it blows my mind. Like you could have put that money towards a charity. You could have affected so many more lives in a different manner. When your kid had the foundation to get an education, the resources to get a good education, to earn a fucking scholarship somewhere. 
but you turn around and throw all this money at the school only to get caught. So yeah, I, I need them. I need Aunt Becky to be locked up. I need her to be, for the house to be full. In the big house. Go be Aunt Becky in the goddamn big house. You and all your little fucking friends who spent all that money, yeah, go. For every person that had to, to beg, borrow, and steal for their fucking kids to get things they needed to just be a part of some athletic organization or something, anything outside of school or anything to do with school, yeah, take your ass to jail. You had the opportunity to donate to a cause, and, and instead you, st you chose to spend that money on something selfish. Like, I'd have felt way better about you putting that money to your daughter, like, hey, you know what, 500-something thousand, 250,000 between the two of y'all, go start a business. You already got a fucking YouTube channel. Put the money into that. They probably were, but still, it's like, come on, man. Look at the world. The world is out here fucked up, and you throwing money at a goddamn school? That kid should have been tutored from the time she was fucking five years old. Should have had somebody in her corner. If you were that concerned with her getting into fucking USC, and for all the rest of them goddamn parents, that don't make any damn sense. Now you're probably going to jail. But, you know, you know how shit goes. They probably won't really go to jail. But, you know. And, um, like, back to this, this church bombing shit. I know I'm jumping around, but my mind is scattered. Like, I really want to know. Would, you, would these same people have donated, donated that money to Sri Lanka? Will there be the same outpouring as what we saw with the Catholic Church? And I, I'll be honest about it. One of the things that, that really kind of got me angry was I want to say it was Guinea, the president of Guinea in Africa, donated $2 million to this church. Listen. There's people starving in the U.S. There's people starving in South America. There's people starving in Europe. But I'm pretty goddamn sure there's people starving all over fucking Africa. And you take $2 million of your money and you donate it to Paris, to Notre Dame. When the Vatican is sitting on untold amounts of money, but you take your money out of Africa and donated elsewhere. Blows my goddamn mind. Blows my mind. I hope you got two million for Sri Lanka too. Cause they ain't got it. Like France does. I'll tell you that much. I hope you got two million for them. Since we just throwing money away. This shit crazy. Also in um police news. Young man, Denquarius Franklin, was unfortunately killed in front of uh, Burger King in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was, I don't know why he had a gun. Let me keep it 100. I don't know why the man had a gun. But apparently the police were called. They showed up. And at the time that the video was taken off the body cam, there was, a, there was an employee standing in front of, uh, of Mr. Franklin. He was kneeling down by a car. The doors opened. The employee was behind the car. And there was somebody inside the car. Turns out, while he was being told to put the gun down, he was praying with the person in the car. Now, I don't know the backstory to this. I don't, I don't know what led up to him being there with the firearm. All I know is what the media has pushed out. 
They're saying he was praying. The officers are yelling at him to put the gun down, put the gun down, put the gun down. My man reaches in, goes to put the gun down, he gets shot. They shoot him up. The man's last words were, you told me to. I don't know what we do as black people. I don't know what this man had going on. I have, at times in my life, felt like I needed to carry a gun for my safety. There are millions of Americans that feel the need to carry a gun for their safety. Even if, like, I don't got, gun, I don't got nothing going on. I don't have problems with nobody in the streets. Even when I was back home, I had no problems. But I know that city. I know how things just kind of happen. And people, hey, first, Second Amendment right, excuse me, feel like they got the right to bear arms. They want to protect themselves at all times. It's, it's a big fight right now with gun control going on in the country. I want to know where these people are right now. Where are the conservatives that get so up in arms about gun control? Where are you right now? I don't know this man's background. All I have of this man's life is the snapshot that's, that's captured in this body cam video. And all I see from that body cam video is that this man hadn't hurt anybody. The people that were around him directly did not seem to feel threatened by this individual. From what I saw, he was not threatening anybody at the time. I have not heard about him hurting anyone. All I can see in the video is that he's being told repeatedly to put the gun down. When I saw that, I was like, hey, I'm thinking my brain, like, all right, man, they told you, put the gun down. Things start flashing in my mind. Why does he have it? Should he have it? I don't know because as a black person, the, the rules don't seem to match up because our, our culture is different. Our, our train of thought is different. A lot of times our lifestyles are different and we have to, to walk a thin line. Like, do I protect myself and walk these streets or do I, or do I slip and not have anything to protect myself? I don't know what type of neighborhood that was. I don't know, but that's when we leave the house. We, we in certain areas, certain neighborhoods, that's a decision we have to make. Like, if I go to this location, am I, am I in danger? And it doesn't necessarily mean we're looking for trouble. It could just be as simple as me going to Burger King. As simple as me going to the grocery store. As simple as me going to get gas. Depending on where I live, what my environment is, if I walk out the door, I could be in danger. The same people that white people look at or see as a menace, if we know that these people are around us, we got to look at it the same way. The same goddamn way. But for us, it's coupled with the fear of the fucking police. So it's like, damn, I got to be out here and protect myself, but I'm also worried about the police. So it makes total sense to me if this man gets stopped or he gets somebody said he has a gun and the police are called. Like, I understand him going into survival mode and praying, like, because he knows. He knows. Whatever situation led up to this, the things he's seen in the media, he's scared. So for him to sit and pray with somebody, I completely understand that. I'm not justifying him having a gun. 
at all. I don't know what his I don't know what his purpose was. All I got is a snapshot. All I see is the man die doing what he was told to do. And I can only assume that, and I only know that, is because those were his last words. You told me to. You told me to. And I understand police officers have a hard job. You don't know what anybody's going to do. But from what I saw in the video, it didn't even appear like he was looking at them when he pulled the gun out. Now, if he had moved in a motion that, that looked, you know, uh, like he like he was like exploding and flip around and turn to shoot, then I would have understood. That makes sense to me. Like, I kind of understand. I will freely admit he put himself in a bad spot. Although I don't know the circumstances of everything that happened with him. All I know is I see the man get told 20 times to do something. He appeared to be scared. And when he went to actually do it, his life was taken from him. Now, I ask the question all the time. We shouldn't protest. Okay. We shouldn't speak. We should shut up and dribble. We shouldn't protect ourselves. So this is my question. What the fuck are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? All we want to do is go around and do shit like, you know, be looked at as fucking equal. Be the same. Have the same rights and privileges as everybody else. That's all we want to do. But sometimes our environment skews our upbringing. It skews the way we look at things and we feel like, hey, survival mode. I got to protect myself at all times. Because when everybody's fucked up, it makes for a toxic environment. And you got to protect yourself from that toxicity at all times. So what do we do? We got another young man in Florida, down in South Florida, Christopher Kokovich, Greg Lassera, two officers. I'm not going to say the young man's name because he don't need to be famous. There's a situation in South Florida where a young man was getting arrested. There's a crowd of teenagers around. It's a cell phone footage this time. Apparently, the young man who got arrested dropped his cell phone. The other young man went to reach and picked up the guy's phone. At that point, Officer Kokovich Officer Lacerre, who I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm not sure which is which, but they went and uh, I'll, I'll say some dude, this young man, right? Obviously, the young man, he don't think he's doing nothing wrong. So you get with the with the temperature right now between cops and black people and with young teenagers who spend untold amount of time on the Internet have been seeing happen to young black teenagers. When he gets grabbed by that cop, of course he's going to resist. When you get grabbed that fast by anybody, your natural instincts are going to kick in. Cop takes him down. I don't know which one it was. Smash the boy's head into the concrete. At least once. I think they tried to do it more than that, but I know they pushed the boy down, punched him inside his head, smashed his head on the concrete. This is what we got going on. Let that be a young white child to happen to. Man. Man. Shit will be going crazy right now. We got white kids getting off 
killing people for, for being rich. They didn't know what they were doing. They don't think life is real. Look, guy out in California. He getting off for killing the motherfucker because he's rich. And the other dude, he went, I think the dude went to Mexico or some shit, killed somebody, no charges because he's rich. Because they rich and they don't understand. These kids got 24-7 access to shit on the internet. But that's okay. They got money. They don't understand what real life is. All this kid did was pick up a cell phone. He got his fucking face smashed into the goddamn ground. We got people getting killed for being in their, in their backyard, pulling out their cell phones, getting shot the fuck up. All we want to do is be equal and live our lives and have fun and prosper. That's all the majority of us want to do. But shit like this just keeps on happening and happening and happening, and we keep getting told, well, it's not a problem. It's the media. It's just the media. Does the media make the money off this? Oh, 100%. I'm, at this point in my brain, I'm fully convinced that Fox News and CNN, there ain't nothing but wrestling. Like, I'm wondering who's funding who. Because the other one's viewership drives ratings on the other show. People want to see them compete. I'm well aware of that. But it don't stop the fact that this shit is happening. These kids and these men are being shot the fuck up and brutalized. And women. Which is even more despicable. But the thought process that this is okay, that it's acceptable because these are bad people, that thought process keeps getting recycled. It keeps getting pushed. It keeps getting pushed out. It keeps getting reaffirmed by people. So when these two when these two sides meet, you almost have to expect conflict. But then again, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? That just drives me crazy thinking about this shit, man. What what the fuck are we supposed to do? And I looked at something this week just to kind of to see how we felt about this. I watched this uh, Vice. It's called Minority Report. I forgot the I forgot the the name of the host, but it's a, a part of Vice News, and they have Minority Report. It's on YouTube actually. And it's black conservatives and black liberals. And I'm just sitting here watching people talk about the issues. And the police, that, that shit didn't come up not once. Gun control didn't come up once. And that kind of made me mad because that's one of the big things I want to see people talk about in the black community is that shit. Didn't come up once. But as I watched it, the trend that was there was the same trend I see every goddamn time there's a debate. The conservatives seem hyper-aggressive. The liberals are hyper passive. I don't know if that's the if that's the um, if that's the formula, I guess. I don't know if that's how they set it up so that it gets viewed a certain type of way. But every goddamn time I see it, it seems to be the same way. And there was a couple conservative folks on there. Okay, I'm, I can listen to you and what you're saying. Cool. The liberals were pissing me off because they weren't speaking up. Like, if you got a point, speak the fuck up. Speak up. And I'm looking at these black people who are Trump supporters. That that blows my mind. There's one thing to be a, a black conservative, cool. But to be a steadfast Trump supporter, me, to me, is insanity. The way I've seen him talk about people. 
and the way I've seen him move in the room and how he tries to manipulate situations, to me, blows my mind, 100%. But I'm watching it, and I'm just, I'm just looking, looking to see the little nuances in between. And it, it just made me angry watching these people be dominated. Like, speak up. Speak up. Say something. And it makes me further, hey, I'm in the middle. I don't want to be associated with that shit. On either side. On either side. I don't want to be associated with some overbearing, rude asshole. And I don't want to be associated with somebody super passive. Nah. Put me right in the middle. Put me right in the goddamn middle. It just blows my mind to see the, these two sides interact. And it's like, you're talking amongst your people. You don't have to be that passive. Or it's something they go out the way to do. Do they go out the way and they, they screen for less aggressive liberals? I'm, I'm all for Angela Rye. That's, that's what I want to see. Put Angela Rye across the table from fucking Laura Ingraham. That's what I want to see. Give me that. I want to see homeboy from the Young Turks talking to fucking um, Sean Hannity. I want to see that head to head. Give me something like that. Because right now, if you look at it, all the stars are coming up on the conservative side. The Candace Owens, the Ben Shapiro's, these grassroots people blowing the fuck up. Falling under the tree of this, this, this uh, decrepit old man, Jordan Peterson, who disgusts me. But I really, in, in my heart of hearts, I would have liked to see something in the middle. Like, Bless him because he passed. But Nipsey Hussle, next to somebody like Thomas Sowell, put them in the room, let them get through all their differences, let them come out with a message together. That's what I would want to see. But the way shit is going, it really don't seem like it, man. It really don't, it really don't seem like things are going that way. And this is, for me, this episode where just me getting things off my chest, me looking at shit and just, like, really feeling a certain type of way. Work stress, me watch, looking at the media, like, just, like, shit is fucked up. As good as I was feeling a couple weeks before, I was on leave, I was at home, whatever, I was on my vacation time. As good as I was feeling then, it was great. I come back home and it's just like, damn. It's all fucked up. I'm going to go back to doing my nerd shit, trying to trying to figure out what the hell Mass Effect Andromeda is about, trying to play some video games. On a bright note, Avengers is coming out. Change lanes a little bit. Avengers is coming out. I did go see Captain Marvel. I enjoyed it. Was it Thor level? No. Was it Black Panther level? No. It was a good movie. I dug it. I enjoyed it. The character seemed a little bit bratty to me, but I think that's how she's kind of supposed to be. A little self-assured. I think it works for uh, Brie Olson, who's playing her. I think it works. I'm interested to see what, how these characters filter into the Avengers. I liked it overall. It's pretty good. I, I saw Black Klansman, as I said earlier. Great movie. A lot of barbs thrown in that movie. I now understand why 45 was a little bit sensitive about it. <laughs> but but that, that's what you, when you create that rhetoric, man, sometimes it come back to bite you, you know. When I guess sometimes when you say and spew total bullshit, I guess sometimes it comes right back around, hits you in the face. 
with that, I'm shutting it down, man. Um, get at me, please. No play in this ride at gmail.com. Email me there. No play 247 on Twitter. Capital N, lowercase o, capital P, L A Y. No play 247 on Twitter. Hit me up. I'm up for conversation. Um, yeah, man. Y'all be good out there. Don't be like me. Don't let the work shit get you down. Just move and groove. Be smooth in this silk, dipped in milk, and you'll come out better on the other end. I'm happy Easter, by the way. All that goodness. Just find your groove and stay there. Control your emotions. You know. Be dope out there. Y'all be easy. I'll be greasy. Peace.